0: This is daylight and moonshine with me, Missing in Action G. Back, uh, I'm back. (laughs) I'm back after my hiatus. I'm back after. Being gone for a while, gathering myself. And uh, today, I will be thinking out loud. Today, I'm thinking out loud about secondhand smoke. Secondhand smoke from toxic folks. Mm. You get the correlation now. Toxic folks are like secondhand smoke. We're going to break all of that down and how it affects you, especially when you're trying to be all zen and in your positive space. And you got this person that you are around quite often, could be a spouse, could be a friend, could be a co-worker. That is just so damn toxic. We're going to break all of that down. We're going to catch up <laughs> with me and all the um, things that I've had going on within the past months that i've been missing in action and um yeah it's gonna be a good time so stick around for episode 29 daylight and moonshine Back to the damn podcast, y'all. Episode 29. That's right. We have back. Back action, points. Yeah. It's a lot. That's right. A lot, a lot of things. Um, since the last broadcast, it's a lot of things that's been going on in the world. <clears throat> I just live my uh my uh, Paulo Santo, so I'm a little choked up. But it has been a lot of things going on in the world. We're not going to get into a lot of it. Um, just know that it's been a while since you've seen me. Since you've seen me. Um, today, we're going to be talking about toxic folks and secondhand smoke. It's one and the same. It is a, a concept that I sort of came up with when I experienced it. I experienced the the secondhand smoke from um, um, a number of toxic people. And I think that that is a good analogy for it because it's unwanted. <clears throat> it's unwanted. It is um, when you're trying to be, I shouldn't say trying to be, because it's not like it makes it sound like it's such an effort, but it is an effort. I, let, I want to acknowledge the effort part of it, but it's not a, like an, a, a hard effort. It is it is a way of life. It's changing the way that you think, the way that you approach things, the way that you deal with things. It's an effort. It's definitely an effort, but it's not all just super hard thing to do. It's it's uh most of us have a very um very usually from start from birth from jump what we're taught it is a usually it's a a low vibrational routine that we get into when you get stuck in a routine Usually it's something that that was taught to you. And most of the things that's taught to us needs to be unlearned. Most of it. I haven't yet to come across a person that was the, the Dalai Lama of all children taught, you know, like they were just raised completely the right way. Most of us. You know, once we reach adulthood at some point in our lives, we get to a point where we have to unlearn the things that was, was taught to us either by uh, intent, our, our parents or our guardians intentionally taught it to us, or we learned it, we picked it up just from watching them. People don't realize, you know, most of the stuff that you learn, it's it's, it's not necessarily taught, it's, it's learned from being watched, from being listened to. That's how most children learn. They look, they listen, they reenact. How many children that you see acting out what their parents do, talking to their younger siblings or even their older siblings like they're the parent? They're acting it out. Don't go in there. I told you not to go in there. Don't go in there. You always go in there and you mess it up. They're just repeating what they heard their parents say to them or their other siblings. They're repeating. That was not taught to them. Nobody said, hey, do what I do, do do this. But they're reenacting that, you know. They also sometimes reenact the way that we teach them things. This is, this is how we learn as humans. You know, ah, 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 how you sound out words. That's being taught intentionally. Those other things that's being mimicked by them is learned by watching and listening to us. So how y'all doing? <laughs> how y'all doing? I wish I wish yeah. I wish that I can talk to each and every one of y'all and um get an idea, get a feel of how the hell you are doing. I feel so selfish sometimes just talking about my experiences. <laughs> um but um This is a platform for that, you know, me to express myself and um, hope that somebody on the opposite end of this expression can feel what I'm saying, can feel where I'm coming from, can understand and maybe even process something that's been stuck in their head for a while. So that's what this is for. But I like having uh, deep, intimate conversations also. So I do that as often as possible, but a lot has gone on. So the last episode I did was, if you follow the show, the last episode was a reflection episode. That was a long time ago. I know. Yeah, I ain't got to tell me. It was a long time ago. I know. And um, I did not intentionally take a break. I just, like I said before, I just do it. I do each episode how it feels. If it didn't feel right, then I didn't do it. And what happened with me is I, I kind of got stuck in a growth spurt, spiritual growth. Um, I was learning and still, I, I'm still learning a bunch of different things. I'm in a, a light leaders course uh, would be divine. I think I may have mentioned that I was going to start that on one of the last episodes. If I did not, I am currently doing it. Uh, we are on semester two. I am behind. <laughs> um, I um, The course is really interesting. I'll, I'll put the links in the description if you're interested. And there's a video that she did that you can watch, a very detailed video when she explains exactly what it is, I'm not going to go into detail about what it is, but it's just like it sounds. It's a spiritual course that um, can really enhance your spiritual skills and definitely enhance your spiritual knowledge. Whether you want to go into uh, being a healer, a reader or or just want to enhance your wisdom when it comes to spirituality. This is definitely the course for you. Um Yeah, there's a lot of stuff being taught outside of just uh, what you may think. You know, we get real deep into physics, real deep into emotional trauma. There is things about um, schizophrenia and and so many different disorders and and mental health issues um, you or a family member or friend uh, may have gone through. Or you just may be curious about this stuff. It's really, really deep. So much information in it. I can't say enough about it, but I'll put the link in the description. At least check out the, the video that she made describing what it is if you're even remotely interested. But I'm doing that course. Um, I've been um, indulging in astrology and learning so much about that. Did not know it was so much to learn about astrology until I grab that book. Um, I don't have the book handy. I think it's, uh, oh man, I will try to put the name in the description. I can't remember the name at the time. It's a purple book, but it's basically for beginners. Um, and maybe that's the name. I think that may be the name, astrology for beginners. Uh, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But um, that's just a little bit of, of about what I have been diving into these last few months, but mostly just 2021 was huge for me as far as growth. A lot of the stuff that I say on the show, it's the first time that I'm saying it out loud, outside of my own thoughts being processed. So when I'm just going and going and going and and doing 28 episodes in the course of not even a full year, I started in March. So from March to December, Doing 28 episodes and that roughly, I guess, an an average of like probably three episodes a month, close to about four, like three and a half episodes a month, whatever that breaks down to. um, It's a lot. And when you think about every single episode, I was getting something from it as I was giving it to you. So these last months that I've been off close, six months, six months. Yeah. There, I said it. Shit. <laughs> um, that was just me just settling in to myself. After all those episodes and processing, I watched a lot of it back. I listened to a lot of feedback. Um, I just kind of settled into myself. Who am I now? Post- my first season, I guess you will call it a season. I don't know. I don't want to set the bar that high to do 28 episodes each season. So don't, you know, don't hold me to that. Um, but it was a lot. So I just kind of settled back and, and got a feel for where I am now and just, it's a whole other space. I don't know. Listening to me now, watching me now may even seem or feel different to people because I am I, I feel the growth, you know as, as a person. Um, I've already recorded in G-like fashion just so as steps ahead. I've already recorded episode 30 and it is a doozy. Let me tell you, I could not wait to do it. Um, but I didn't think I was gonna do it when I did it. Um, I'm recording the episode, another episode tomorrow. And um, have plans to schedule the episode after that right away. Um, so yeah, this is not going to be just like just throwing this episode out there and then you twiddling your thumbs, wondering when the next one comes out. They're going to come back to back, um, hopefully once a week. We'll see how that goes. But there's a lot of content, I have over 20 um titles, four episodes. Written down in my uh, nope, notepad in my phone. So there's there's stuff that I got to get out. This, this I was constantly working behind the scenes. It was just all in my head. you know. What is this going to look like? What, is, what does it feel? What message do I want to get across? What do I feel like needs to be said? Because that's what drove me in the beginning. Like I wanted to say the things that needed to be said. I wanted to talk about the things that needed to be talked about. And there was some things that I put on the back burner because it was already out there. It was a popular conversation on radio or or TV, you know, or you saw it on on this show or whatever, you know, Instagram. You saw it on Instagram. People talked about it on whatever. You heard it before. I wanted to dig deeper to the to the topics that were getting ignored or pushed to the side. That's why I tackled a lot of the hard topics in the uh, last year in the first part of this ongoing episodic series and i'm getting my haircut tomorrow so i'm gonna look like this on the next episode y'all talk <laughs> um that's just to get y'all caught up um thinking out loud now thinking out loud is what we do That's to get y'all caught up on what was going on. Uh, The current topic, thinking out loud, secondhand smoke. Secondhand smoke and toxic folks, they're like secondhand smoke for sure. How many of y'all can relate? A lot of y'all can relate. I know you can. I know. I know you can relate. So, this um, definitely hits home with me because it is something i dealt with for a long time. I'll try my best not to get into specifics. I just like to speak in general. (laughs) But I, I do use very specific scenarios sometimes. It's something that, yeah, that really happened. Uh, But just in general, I know a lot of people can relate to this topic. But when you're in a space where you're trying your best to be positive, where you're trying your best to change your way of thinking, I, I mentioned this before. It's so natural for us to think negatively. It's so natural because the worst thing that can happen is always right there in front of you. You don't have to look for it. It's always right there. The positive thing is something that you had to look for. And I spoke about on on previous episodes, how you can literally change your, your, your own way of thinking, you know, but it takes practice. Retrain your brain, retrain your way of thought, practice to think positive, practice to find that positive thing, practice for that positive thing to be right there in your face it's the first thing that sticks out um buddy of mine a close friend of the show also jimmy he is um really good at finding a flaw in something that's written he can literally look at a a a book with just all you know writings on both sides of, of the pages and find the flaw right away he's a great person to go over contracts and you know, just anything that you need to be uh, proofread for uh, misspellings and, and, you know, language and all that studies an English major. So it's the same thing. If you train yourself to look for these positive things, then they'll stick out right away. It's very possible to find those positive things right there. You don't have to look for them. It takes time. Think about how long that negative things right there. How think about how long you always find something negative in something. People don't even realize how negative they are. But getting back to the the secondhand smoke, just imagine if it's a coworker. You going to work every single day working 8 to 10 hours a day with a person whether you're sitting in a cubicle next to a person, whether you are in your own cubicle when this person walks by often. Well, maybe you're not even in an office. Maybe you are somewhere else and, and you're working. And, but you, you you come in contact with this individual and their negative energy. And it's just like, ugh, you can't get away from it. You don't want to be rude because this is your work environment. And like I said, sometimes they don't even realize it. Maybe it's only on lunch break. Every time you go to lunch, you just want peace. You just want to eat your salad. You just want to eat your meal, your, your sandwich, or whatever the hell you brought for the day, and enjoy yourself. You try putting in your earbuds or whatever. None of that work because those people always want to talk. You just see them talking, knowing good damn well. You can't hear them, and, you know. And of course, the polite thing to do is take your earbud out. What What you say? What? You know, and you you even try to your body language, try to show that you're not interested. But those are the ones that will keep on talking to you. They will not let you find peace. They will keep on talking to your ass, you know. And you know the ones that's got some negative to say about every damn thing. Well, you know, we're never going to get our our so-and-so back, you know. They took our privileges away from the smoke room. You know, they're never going to let us get it back, right? <laughs> That's why I was like, yeah, we shouldn't never let them take that away. You know, the paper clips aren't going to come back, right? We're never going to get paper clips back. I said to myself, and I told you guys, once they take the paper clips, they're gone. Don't let them get the clips. Argue, like, you know, fight for the paper clips. They're going to take them. Whatever it is, it's just always something negative. And if you're like me, you don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear it. And I'll give you the stank face in a minute. And, you know, you can call me what you want. I'm really sort of to myself. Um, I say to myself, and I, and I stay that way for a reason. I like to create my own positive zone. I like to stay in it. I socialize when it, when it, you know, comes down to a, a decent conversation that I wouldn't mind being a part of. Uh, But when somebody has that negative air about themselves, you can feel it coming a mile away. You ever step into a room or space and it's just like, ugh, you can feel it. You can feel the the low vibrational negativity. You can feel the heaviness in there. If somebody's house, you walk into their house and it's just heavy. It's just low. The vibe is low. It's just icky, the feeling. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Those people. They need some of this, you know. They need the they need some sage or some Palo Santo to clear it out. You know what I mean? They need some positivity in their life. But you can't force that on people. All you have control of is your space. And that's why, as a solution, I will offer this. Not only Palo Santo and Sage, but just you can always create. You can create your own safe haven within yourself. Your aura. People say he's got a bad aura or whatever. I wouldn't necessarily use aura in that term, but we all do definitely have auras. The different layers that sit right outside of our body. And anytime you come within a certain amount of uh, a distance from another person, your aura is basically touching. And even still, just think of it like a, a cat has whiskers. They feel stuff before your face actually feel it. And it sticks outside of their body. So just picture it. It might sound gross to some people, but just picture little uh, imaginary or not imaginary, but a uh, little spiritual whiskers it sits outside of your body, and they feel stuff before your actual physical body do. And it's it's still real. You can feel something crawling on you, like touching your hair, makes your hair move, and you, it ain't gonna touch your skin. You know right away. It's the same feel. That's your feelers. Before it gets to you, it gets there. That's that that icky feeling that you feel before something actually penetrates you. Take heed, take notice of of that and and recognize those feelings, but create a safe haven around you. You know, you could sit in, in your car before you if it's work. Um, If it's going over somebody's house that you have to go you a babysitter or delivery person, whatever, whatever the case may be where you have to come in contact with certain individuals that you know are low vibrational, protect yourself, protect yourself, sit and meditate, meditate and imagine uh, a, a huge layer of protection that's sitting right outside of you and you're aura and your physical body sits inside of this protection. Make it a beautiful color. Make it really hard to penetrate. Make it whatever you want. It's yours. And it's that simple. It might sound childish. It might sound like some old kindergarten cartoon shit, whatever you want to call it. But I guarantee you, when you see me sitting in my space off in the corner, just as happy as is as, as I want to be, just as is unfazed and unbothered by all this negativity that may be around me. Guess what I'm doing, <laughs> or guess what I've already done. And people will walk right up to me and just get deflected. They don't even know. Walk right past me with a dumbass question and just keep going. And I won't even won't even acknowledge their presence or low vibrational, um, question or feel, I should say a dumbass question or whatever, but just, you know, just low vibes and I'll just keep it moving because I don't want to, I put that out there. I, my intention is to not be bothered by something that is negative, that is low vibe, that is not of light. You know, <clears throat> I can't, I can't deal with that. I don't want to deal with it. Um, but i have I, i've dealt with it for quite some time and um it prompted me to do this episode it was like secondhand smoke and i don't know it's it's weird to sit in that space where you where you, you you're conflicted about being somewhere because on one hand It didn't really penetrate me because I had my protection up and I'm unfazed by a lot. And then on another hand, it started to bother me. It started to bother me a little, then it started to bother me a lot. No matter how much I put my, my protection up and all this stuff, I found myself analyzing things that were done and things that were said and how it could have been done or said differently. The problem was I cared. (laughs) That's the problem. Why do you care? The problem was I cared. You know, when you stop caring with what the next person is doing, especially when you know their nonsense is intentional. When you start caring, that's when it starts to penetrate you. When you stop caring and you don't even allow it to come within your, your, your space, Then that's when you're all right. You don't even see the shit. You don't see it. You don't feel it. Just miss me with that BS or whatever. Do my eight and skate. I'm gone. But like I said, if it's an environment um, where you're at home, and sometimes I'll even speak like when when you are a teenager or even a a preteen. A preteen, that was one of the moments in my life where I dealt with that. And I felt really helpless. I felt really helpless when when you are and I, I fight for kids' rights like all day and all night. Like I really do fight for kids' rights. Um I'm starting to really be disgusted by the way uh, kids are treated, you know, just talked to and looked at as they're so inferior. They're children, that's it. They're just young people. God willing, there'll be adults one day. There'll be teenagers one day. We should want that for them. Why don't we treat some of them like shit? Why don't we talk to them like the, the way we do? They do some of the things that they do because they're immature. They're very immature. They're children. That's, that's what they do. We're here to teach and guide them. We've been through what they are going through. And I know they're hard-headed or whatever, but it's their lesson to learn. They're going to bump their head, okay? Watch them bump their head. Boo. Told you. Told you it going to happen. Why do you get so frustrated by it? If they learn from bumping their head and stumping their toe, if that's how they learn, let them learn that way. Take your emotion out of it. Take your, I want to make you not bump your head. Stop jumping. You're going to hurt yourself. I told you, stop before you hurt yourself. You see how stupid that looking sound? I'm beating the hell out of you. Cause I care enough about you to not allow you to hurt yourself. But I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to hurt you all upside your head. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Laugh. Cause that's what we do. That's what we do. Um, most of us are guilty of it. I'm guilty. I'm guilty of it. I'm no saint. Um, but I did change my way of parenting. Uh when my son was around his preteen, teenage years, and definitely before my daughter got anywhere near that. She's she's at that age now. But I I I'd stopped doing all of that stuff. And I, I was more consciously aware of the things that I said I tried to figure out why I was saying it and it had to make sense to me first I wasn't just I was in a space where I wasn't just repeating what my parent did to me or what I felt was necessary as a parent I got out of the cycle of just parenting just being what I felt like a parent should have been. All of that plays a part. Going back to toxic folks, a lot of them ain't no telling what the hell type of upbringing they had. You know, it helps out a lot also besides the protection. I know I'm jumping in and out of of different stuff. I know you're following me, though. You're following me. You're used to my weird pattern of of expressing myself. Or you should be by now. Um, jumping back into um, besides protection, besides protecting yourself and just putting up your, your spiritual wall, your spiritual protection, not a wall, but your protection. You know, ask your angels to protect you. Ask your spirit team to protect you. Whatever you believe in, ask them to protect you. If you're an atheist, you can still create protection. Believe it or not, try it. What would it hurt? You feel silly doing it? Hmm. But you're protected if you believe it. So it, it won't hurt. Um, but besides protection, understanding a person helps out a lot. I found that understanding, talking to a people, I like to talk to crazy people, the crazy people at work, the crazy people at class. I always like to talk to the crazy folks. My brother said to me one time, you just talk to anybody. Anybody? I do. I talk to Andy and everybody. And sometimes they're surprised that I'm acknowledging them with a, a real conversation. Cause most people just don't even give them the time of day. That person, most people just walk past and I want to talk to you. I want to have a conversation with your whole combo. It throws a lot of people off. It really does. But you don't have to talk to me. you, don't have to be that crazy G person. But um when you when you do listen. People will tell you a lot about themselves, especially when they're, they're very rarely listened to. They'll tell you a lot about themselves. And I found that the crazies, because especially at work, I've worked with all the crazies, all of them. And we all got along, got along with all of them. And people never understood why or how. I listened to them. I understood them. It took the crazy away for me. It took all the the, the toxic energy away. I've had people, I've sat and watched them interact with one person a certain way and come to me correct as hell. Come to me a whole different way. Because one, I demand that respect because I'm giving you nothing but that. And that's what I demand in return. And when that stopped happening, I'm gone like the wind. Shit, I'm out, you know, when a person doesn't respect that about me, respect my boundaries, respect just me as a person and what I'm giving off, then uh, that shows that's a sign of one. That person don't have love for themselves when they can't give respect back to a person that shows them nothing but love and respect. That's that's a person that hate themselves. Trust me. I know. I know. I know that part. Um, from experience. But when you when you sit and talk to a person and listen to a person, person, especially, you start to really understand who and how they are and why they are the way they are. And it takes a lot of that toxic, 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 toxicity away. Google it, it's a real word. All of those extra letters I put in there, it's, it's all you have to add all of those. Those X's and C's and I's and T's, Y's is in there. It's in there. Um toxic folks. When you understand them, it takes a lot of that that nonsense away. It takes a lot of that toxic BS that they spread away also. Some of them just want to be acknowledged. (laughs) It's not your job to do that, but it it helps when you're in an environment. These are tools that you can use to help yourself when you're in a space and you're constantly getting this secondhand smoke from toxic folks. It helps. All of these things help. So I'm not just talking and venting about toxic individuals. I'm I'm hopefully adding... um, some tools for you. I am adding tools, hopefully, is the part where you actually use the shit. That's the hopefully part. But I'm I'm not only expressing this about toxic individuals, but I'm, I'm giving some tidbits and, and little tips of, of what you can do when you're in a situation where you feel like, I have to work side by side with this person. We're the only two in this department. There's no space for another desk to be somewhere else or whatever the environment is when you feel forced to be around somebody that you just would rather not even you know cross paths with let alone work with every day these are some of the things that can definitely help you in everyday life um and i hope that helps if if i can come up with anything else I'll definitely add to it in, in a later episode, but it's tough, man. It's really tough to keep your space, to hold your space. But for those folks that's out there doing the shadow work, cleaning up all of the, the gook and the grind that's left over, the residue and all the BS that's left over from years and years and years of of, of Toxic energy of doing things the wrong way, of making bad and wrong decisions. It's a way you can hold that space, that positive space. When you're doing your cleaning, you're doing your shadow work, you're doing your healing from toxic relationships, whether it was with your parents or an ex partner. You know, when you get into that space, it's not easy it's not easy to to hold that space it's not impossible either and these are definitely some uh key tools to kind of keep you on your your path to wherever you want to be in life spiritually you know physically mentally a lot of that that's mental health right there man like i said that those toxic individuals you don't know what they've been through But, you know, it's just like driving behind an old-school gas guzzler car. You smell nothing but exhaust, (laughs) you know? Driving behind that car, you got your Econo Plus, (laughs) you know, electric car, you know, and you're doing great for the environment, but you can't control what the person next to you is driving. He got a V8 1986, you know, with the kit and all this stuff and all you – Smell is just gas, just toxic fumes coming out you you're stuck behind them in traffic for miles. <laughs> just what you're gonna do These are tools that help you navigate your way through situations like that and pass it on if it works for you, it'll work for the next person. pass it to the next person you know. That'll brighten up their their energy and and keep them nice and focused. Because you can go crazy in traffic. You don't need to be sitting behind somebody with with bogus exhausts. You can go crazy just for being in traffic. You feel, <laughs> you know, like I just want to go when you can't even hit an exit. I just want to get off. <laughs> I want to just park and and do a cartwheel. Can I just do that? Nope. When you just stuck in traffic, you in in, in in the third, fourth lane over? Oh man, that you can go crazy. These are things that can help. You may be in that lane right now, listening to this podcast. <laughs> and hopefully that made you smile and, and help your uh your traffic, help, help your day, your commute a little bit more. Like Dan, looking around like shit, what's up? See, seeing me. Now, I don't see you, but I feel you. I've been in a lot of different situations and I try to share my experiences to help the next person. Once I get past that experience or just share um, different ways that I've that I, that that helped me deal with certain situations. So these are great tools, um, but you can't do anything about a, a person being super toxic and just spreading it around. But. You can do everything about yourself and keeping yourself in a nice, positive, high vibrational space. Keep your vibrations high. Stay positive. Stay loving. Stay in your space. Don't let anybody penetrate that. Don't let anybody take you to a place where you don't want to be. When you look up and you cussing somebody, I had one of those moments too within the last six months. Somebody did something that just made me snap. And before I know it, I was right in their face. Like OG, like, yo, who the fuck are you talking to? You know, like, couldn't he tell you how I got there? But it was like it was one of those moments where I just it was my cup boiled over and I just had enough. And I regretted losing my temper like that. You know, I didn't. I didn't do anything besides that. I caught myself as soon as I, I lost my temper. But the fact that somebody got me to that space didn't sit well with me because it's been so long since I actually reacted like that. Um, but you know, I give myself that space to where, hey, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a spiritual being having a human experience and. So sue me, I lost my, I lost my cool, lost my shit at that moment, you know, but it could have been a lot worse. I caught myself before it got worse, you know? And also I was not actively doing the the things that I just advised everybody else to do. I wasn't putting my protection up, you know, I wasn't keeping myself nice and and grounded and in a space of, of love and, um, not allowing anybody else to penetrate that space. I wasn't, I was distracted. I wasn't in that space. It happens. But like I said, we have a lot of episodes coming up. A lot of them that we're doing. Um, and I, I really, really, uh, want to spread as much love as possible to each and every one of these listeners, uh, the damn listeners. I definitely love every single one of y'all. I will continue to spread love and knowledge and wisdom. Um, that's it. We're back, baby. We back. I hope you enjoy the the shows that I have coming up, that I have planned. Like I said, it's some it's some doozies out there, it's some it's some big topics. It's not about anything. Like I said, it's, for me, it's just simply about pinpointing the things that need, in my opinion, that need to be talked about. These are the things that need to be discussed. And uh, it's important. It's important for me. It's, it's important for us um, overall, the human race, for society, all of those things. It's time for us to start dictating what the conversation is and, and not allowing the news media to basically put out there what was was household topics uh, whether you realize it or not subliminal subliminally we get fed the stuff that we think about every damn day and it's ridiculous i don't want to start owning these topics and um that's it that's all tune in for the next episode it's episode 29 like i said we are back daylight and moonshine (laughs) stick with us for the next episode and the next one, and the next one, and the next one. Hopefully it gets better and better and better. Like it. Love it. Share it. I'm sure somebody wants to and needs to hear it. And we'll be back. So until then, I love y'all. And I'm out.